Thank you for listening in. Contending for our faith literally means to fight for it. Today's world continually reminds us that essential component of faith. As we stand firm, we should not be surprised or shocked by what we see and hear because Almighty God said these things would be. God is our salvation, our Savior, our all in all. We have everything we need when we look to Him, the author and finisher of our faith. Have your Bible pen and paper handy as Pastor Rander ministers to us today. This is a time to see how mature you really are. This is a time to see, are you growing spiritually? This is a time to see if you are enduring. The various trials we encounter in life are a spiritual test for us to evaluate our own spiritual strength, our own character, our own maturity, our own growth and endurance. Therefore, look to Jesus Remain calm and speak words of encouragement and hope to those who are in despair. James chapter one, verse three says, for, you know, that when your faith succeeds in facing such trials, the result is the ability to endure. I love that passage. Look at that. You see it again? You see that? For you know that when your faith succeeds in facing such trials, the result is the ability to endure. I like that old song that Andre Crouch wrote years ago. He's not gone with the Lord, but he had the favor of God upon his life when he was writing music. And there's a verse in a song that is entitled Through It All that sums up where we ought to be as a person and as a people. Uh, This verse says, I thank God for my mountains and I thank him for the valleys and I thank him for the storms he's brought me through. For if I never had a problem, I wouldn't know that God could solve them. I would never know what faith in God could do. Through it all, I've learned to trust in Jesus. I've learned to trust in God. I've learned to depend upon his word. Even now, through it all, trust in Jesus and depend upon his word. Number five. We will not fear when we believe that God is more powerful than Satan, his demons, and anything else that intrudes into our lives. Now, that's a big one. We will not fear when we believe that God is more powerful than Satan, his demons, and anything else that intrudes in our lives. The scripture says in 1 John 4, 4, you are of God, little children. We're little children. We're little born ones. We're saints and have overcome them. Everything that has come against you because he, who is he? Christ, who is in you, is greater than he who is in the world. Christ is greater than 
than persecution. Christ is greater than Satan. Christ is greater than demons. Christ is greater than your enemy. Christ is greater than any virus. Christ is greater than any plague. Beloved, the Christ who lives in believers is greater than Satan, demons, viruses, wickedness in high places, and any crisis that intrude into our lives. Also, we can take comfort in knowing that everything we encounter in life, whether good and bad, that's called life. There will be good things that happen to you in life, and there will be bad things that happen to you in life. You can't get through life with all good happening to you. You living in some kind of la la land, and you really, and you can't live. You can't live life with all bad happening to you. Everything that happens, whether good or bad, is for God's glory and the good of those who love Him. Romans 8.28 says, and we know that all things work together for good to those who love God, to those who are the called according to his purpose. Nothing happens by chance. Even when things bad happen to us, God knows how to bring good out of bad. That's right. Sometimes he allows our loved one to die so that we can Depend on Christ more. Sometimes he allows things to come in that we can't explain. Just to see if we will trust him through it. Number six. Refuse to allow fear to paralyze your faith. Refuse to allow fear to paralyze your faith. John 14 one says, let not your heart be troubled. I see so many people with troubled hearts, men, women, boys, girls, people in the workplace, Christians, non-Christians. They're paralyzed by fear. And the Bible says here, let not your heart be troubled. Why? Believe in God. The more trouble I have, the more I'm going to believe God. The more trouble I have, the more I'm going to trust Jesus. The more trouble I have, the more I'm going to look to Jesus. You, I underline that, you believe in God. It's right there. You see it? I mean, it's, 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 it's just light glaring at you saying, write me down. Through this, you believe in God. That's comforting. Let not your heart be troubled. Now, if you're not believing in God, your heart will be troubled. Did you get that? If you believe in money, you believe in politics, you believe in yourself, you believe in uh, celebrities, you believe in stuff, you believe in psychics and all this stuff, you're going to fall to pieces. You believe in God, believe also in me, Jesus. Second Corinthians 5, 7 says, we walk by faith, not by sight. Don't allow those images to keep rolling over and over before your eyes and in your hearing. I mean, it's okay to know what's going on. It's okay to listen to the news. And sometimes it's okay to flip a channel and get a different perspective. That's okay. But once you got all you need, then shut the thing off. Amen. Just just shut it down. 
For we walk by faith and not by media. (laughs) For we walk by faith, not by public opinion. We walk by faith and not by political figures. We walk by faith and not by sight. That's what's happening. It's your sight that's looking at the things of this world. First John 5, 4 also says, for whatever is born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory that has overcome the world. Our faith, it's your faith that brings you through. That's why Jesus oft time told the disciples, oh, ye of little faith. This is, a, this is a time for you to get a gauge on just how strong your faith really is. And many of us, if the truth be told, we need to be praying the prayer right now. Lord, increase my faith. What a prayer request. Look, let's say it. Let's say it together. Lord, increase a little bit louder. Lord, a little bit louder. Loud as you can. Let me tell you something. If. God answered that kind of prayer and you mean it from your heart? Listen, you will have an unshakable faith that'll carry you through anything. Anything. And that's why God wanted, Satan wanted to keep you home. If you, listen, if you were at home today, look, look at what you'd be missing. Look at that. The media would become your substitute. With the enablement of the Holy Spirit, you glorify Christ when you can press on Look at this. With the enablement of of the Holy Spirit, you can glorify Christ when you press on through it. Press on through. I'm pressing on. Then refuse to stop living. I'm giving you some spiritual. uh, I'm giving you a spiritual prescription now. In the midst of this, you must what? What's the first thing I said? What what did I say? What did I say? Then refuse to stop living. Don't just get in a spiritual cocoon and just get nice and comfy. Then continue to serve Christ. Don't stop serving Christ. Keep doing what got you here. And then keep speaking in faith. Keep speaking in faith. I get up here today and I come here. Oh, y'all, we in trouble. I don't know. I really don't know. The Surgeon General, he don't look good to me. Politicians got Corona. Oh, y'all, it's dismal out there. We can't, the whole world is going to hell in a handbasket. It's it's gloomy out there. I don't know what we going to do. If I said that, y'all would leave out of here so depressed. You didn't come in here for me to speak words of depression over you. You came in here for me to speak words of faith over you. And you need to transmit those same words of faith to the, to the people that you engage with in your sphere of living. Amen? Wherever you are, people need a word. These actions serve notice on fear. 
that it will not have its way in my life and that you are willing to make wise but tough decisions as you press on for Christ. Therefore, keep Jesus as the object of your faith and not allow media which can deliver you from fear. Not allow media. Keep Jesus as the object of your faith and not the media. When Jesus is the object of your faith, media, people, pundits will not be able to cause you to succumb to fear. Do not allow fear to stop you from living. Life goes on. Number seven, be mindful. God is still on the throne. He is sovereign and is in complete control. Be mindful. God is still on the throne. He is sovereign and is in complete control. Psalms 115.3 says, our God is in heaven. He does whatever pleases him. That's a great passage on the sovereignty of God. Psalm 115 verse 3. Our God is in heaven. He does whatever pleases him. You know, when God wants judgment to come, he doesn't doesn't have to use chemical weapons. He doesn't have to use a foreign nation to judge us. You know, he doesn't have to do anything. God can just allow a little virus to come and sweep around the world and bring folk to their knees. Absolutely nothing catches God by surprise. And because he already knows the outcome, we can rest in him. Why? Because he knows tomorrow and beyond. The same God who took us through past horrific tragedies and brought us safely to the other side is more than able to bring us through the the coronavirus pandemic. This is not our first crisis. Some of y'all are quick to forget. Allow me to remind you of some of the devastating crises of our past to encourage your faith today. Our Lord brought us through Desert Storm. Our Lord brought us through the flood of 1998 in San Antonio and surrounding areas. Some of you say you weren't here. You need to go and look at YouTube back then or something to see how bad it was. was on roofs. I mean, whole neighborhoods were wiped out. People, mud halfway up the walls. It was catastrophic. You don't understand if you weren't here. Just how you need to go and Google or do something. Flood of 98 in San Antonio. The clouds gathered And the weatherman was forecasting and we were in the old location, small building over on Ritterman Plaza. It was on a Saturday. I quickly drove to the church. I know there were people doing ministry over the church. We didn't have custodial staff and all that. We had people cleaning and volunteers. We we couldn't afford it. We were so small. We couldn't even afford a custodial staff back then. And I drove from my house to the church. And I told everybody in that place on that Saturday. I said, listen to me. I want you to stop what you're doing and I want you to go home now. If you don't go home, you won't get home. 
and heaven opened up and it rained and it rained and the floods. People, how many of you know what I'm talking about? Raise your hands. Look around. A lot of you weren't here. And it was a catastrophic event, the likes of which I can't even explain. You got to go back and look at that. Flood of 98. But God brought us through. He brought us through Y2K. Remember when you were buying up the island? Y2K. 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 Why? You had enough to buy up a whole country. Did y'all sit there? 11.50 p.m. 11.55. 12, 12 o'clock midnight. Ooh, hold your breath, folk. 12.01 next day. 12.05, or maybe the next 15 minutes, then 12.30 a.m., then 1 o'clock in the morning, nothing happened. Just a bunch of broke people. But God brought us through. Remember the 9-11 terrorist attack? We didn't know what plane was going to come and how many more was coming. The nation was just reeling. Remember the SARS uh, epidemic? Remember the H1N1 fluenza? Remember the bird flu? Remember the West Nile virus? Who brought you through? Remember the many financial recessions? Do you remember Hurricane Trina? Do you remember Hurricane Harvey? Do you remember tornadoes and the raging fires in our land? Do you remember the border crisis, the mass shootings all over the land, including right down the street in Sutherland Springs? Just to name a few. I could go on and on. This should encourage our hearts and move us to say, how great is our God? Why don't you just say it with me? Do I have a witness? When you think about all the past horrific tragedies and God left you still singing. God, get, God let you still talk about it. God brought you on the other side. You ought to be saying, how great is our God? Let's say it together. How great is our God? Come on. How great is our God? Come on. How great is our God? How great is our God? is our God. He's a great God. Now the same God, he's the same. He doesn't change. He didn't change. He's still God. He's still on the throne. The same God that brought us through all of that is God enough to bring us through this. I got another scripture for you. Romans 8, 31 and verses 38 through 39. Verses Romans 8, 31 and 38 and 30 through 39, it says, what then shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? Look at that. Look at that. If God is for you, who can be against you? Who can win? Huh? Huh? For I am persuaded that neither death nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers. These are ranks of demons right here, y'all. Nor things present, 
nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other created thing. Whatever else is created out there, whatever I can't call, shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Walk in victory. Finally, but not the least, amidst all the fear and worry in our nation and world, amidst all the fear of worry and our nation and world, believers have an excellent opportunity to share the gospel of Christ, to comfort, to give assurance, peace, and hope to those who are living in uncertainty, fear, worry, and with a troubled heart. This is no time for you to be ducking and hiding. People will hear a word from God now that wouldn't have heard it three months ago. I don't want to hear that. But when their back's against the wall, when they don't know what's going on, when everything, when their world is turned upside down, when things get shaky, all of a sudden you can say, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. It's time for you to come to Jesus now. You think this is something Wait till you see what's coming next. It behooves you to come to Christ now. This is our God moment, saints. Romans 1.16 says, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God to salvation for everyone who believes, for the Jew first and also to the Greek. This is a time for us to get the gospel out like never before. And people will hear you now that wouldn't have heard you otherwise before. What are you doing for the sake of the gospel? Some of you won't even wear a shirt that says, I love Jesus. Beloved, this is not the time for believers to be fearful, skittish, wary, uneasy, frightened, and living exclusively by the media. God has brought us thus through so many storms in life which should motivate us to share the gospel with the lost and the unchurched. Because when people do not know what to do, they are open to hear Christ and receive the gospel. I love that great passage they end on, Matthew 5, 16, which says, let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your father which is in heaven. It is high time that you shine. It is high time that you shine. It is high time that you shine for Christ. And all God's children said, let's pray. Father, thank you. Thank you, Father. Thank you for the word. Thank you for the promises of God. Thank you for visitors that you directed to the house of God here at Maranatha to hear a timely word from God to give them a spiritual perspective on everything. Thank you, Father, for every insight dispensed today. May your servants who stand behind the sacred desk, the pulpit, 
stand and preach the gospel to encourage and build up and give direction and hope to people who need the Lord. And I pray, Father, that this message so encourage others that these who are here will go get other people, other friends, other relatives, other co-workers, and say, come to Maranatha. There's a part three, and that part three of the coming message is not only for me, but for you too. Come and see and hear. This too will pass. Father, somebody here don't have a church home. <sighs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't be going through this and don't have membership in a church place of safety and refuge and encouragement and hope place where I can receive spiritual help and divine guidance in a world that's topsy-turvy upside down inside out people have medical answers but they don't have cures yet but I speak words that bring healing today to the soul of men, women, boys, and girls. Who, Jesus, every time we needed you, we need you now. <laughs> Thank you that your word does not return void. It does exactly what you said it would do. Help the people to, to, to meditate on these principles all week long until they just get happy in the Lord. Father, somebody here not saved. They're not so sure if they were to die. They can't say with certainty they'll go to be with Jesus. I pray they move forward today and make it right. Contending for our faith is worth the fight against Satan's tricks of his trade. He won't stop trying to circumvent our faith. Therefore, we must keep God first in all we do to resist him. We must be steadfast in exercising our authority in the name of Jesus to thwart Satan's efforts. We will be the recipients of God's perfect plan for each of us if we contend for the faith, or we will suffer the dire consequences. If you enjoy this kind of biblical teaching or would like to hear this message in its entirety, please visit www.maranathasa.org where you will find an archive of audio messages, service times, directions to the church, upcoming events, and much more. You can also reach us at 210-821-5683. Maranatha Bible Church is located at 7855 East Loop 1604 North in Converse, Texas 78109 directly across from Randolph Air Force Base.